Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison podcast. The Tide's coming to town for the Rebs' biggest game of the year. We need something from the Hogs. Huh? Huh? I don't know if we can get it, but we're going to see. Let's ride. boys it was an eventful week last week i will say to say the least to say a lot the a lot of the college football world was shaped a lot of opinions i will say so much so that i think you got to keep you got to keep a sharp eye this week because there are a lot of potential overreactions Definitely. to what you saw last week big week last week though the game of the year so far uh, tennessee goes into to athens Got those cheeks clapped by the dogs. Yeah. I will say... Final score did not reflect how, how yeah. it went down. No. That was an ass beating. It was an ass beating. I think that I think that the rain came in and didn't and hurt both offenses. I feel like if the rain never came, Tennessee would have probably been able to put up some points. But Georgia was driving down their throat at will. Once the rain came, they just kind of... Turned into yeah, a, they said this turned is our in, time to yeah. slow it down. Let's win. They slowed it down. I think they were just running it on every down. They converted every third and one. They were having like eight minute drives, and Tennessee couldn't do anything in the rain either. So the the score looked a little closer, but that game was never ever in doubt. It was super fun to watch Boomer avidly root against his bet. Yeah, he he. We're all on. We all took Tennessee on the pod, and so uh, we're Georgia like Georgia first quarter. Yeah, Georgia Boom. first quarter too. We also uh, so we're all trying to like pull the balls on, trying to get some points, and Boomer's just by himself over there, avidly just dogging it up. He's got his shoulder pads and, and face paint on. That was the best $35 I've ever lost in my life. Ooh. No unit shaming here. Yeah, no unit shaming. <laughs> uh, anything else from the dog? Uh, do, do you regret uh, saying that you'd rather have Dart this year than Stetson Bennett? No. Stetson looked so good in that game. System quarterback. I don't care. Some of the throws he made in that first and that, half, and that first were, touchdown run, that was yeah, that was cool. No, he played. He played such. Well, and then I loved to when he went to the crowd said, me. "Call me." After I guess his phone number got leaked, and Tennessee fans yeah. called him all night. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, I, think, yeah, I did see that. So wait, like his no, he. I, I guess somehow someone found it out, tweeted it out, and put it on a message board, and he I think got like 500, 500 phone calls. Tell the boss, keep calling him. Yeah. I thought he was doing the John Morant call twelve in the fourth quarter. Now, I mean, he, when you need a bucket, call he, him. He some of the throws he made, I was very impressed with. I thought I thought he played a hell of a game. Yeah, and he had a very awesome uh, post game interview. And he was like, "We're the defending champions. You got to come into our house and beat us." Ooh, and look what happened. Ooh. Well, yeah. and this 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 uh, slight parlays into our next one. But have Bama and uh, Georgia have they switched spots in the hierarchy of college yeah. football? It's looking like it because Kirby's younger. I mean, Kirby's got that fire energy that I mean, you're kind of the, missing out of saving now. That that ass beating uh, against Tennessee, that was like just business business yeah. trip. Like that, that was that was what Bama normally does. They just impose their will. And I feel yes. like yeah, that's what usually go into Tuscaloosa. I guess you still go into Tuscaloosa. It's when Bama goes on the road now that they are just a completely different team. But yeah, Georgia. I guess we all got kind of fooled earlier in the year when they played with their food at Missouri, Missouri. and some of the other games, but like. They got off their bye week a couple weeks ago, and they're turning the corner to like championship mode. Mm-hmm. And this was all. The, you also got to realize 
Georgia didn't have a shit for a game that was worth a damn until this game in which it was Oregon. at their house. But that was yeah. But that was the first game of the season. It wasn't. It wasn't at home or on the road. It was in. It was in Atlanta. Oh, it was in Atlanta. Oh, in the Georgia so home. That's at home. So, <laughs> but but like the whole SEC schedule they've played up to now. It was a cupcake, and so like well, and once Tennessee started game. emerging as like a good team, that's like was they had that on their calendar. Like this, yeah, is, this is going to decide the so, East. So they might not have even gotten up for like any game until this point, and damn, did they get up? Like and that the, crowd was rocking. The crowd was insane. I feel like they got even rowdier when the rain started going. Oh yeah, but then the night game comes in. I was that was a classic. That, that, was, that was a great game. It was an absolute classic. We, I'll be hands up wrong about Brian Kelly. Brian he Kelly. Is, they, they, they have gotten so much better as the season's gone by. Oh, yeah. Jaden Daniels has been unbelievable. They, uh, they, they started playing that freshman linebacker, Perkins, number 40. He could play in the NFL tomorrow. Yes. I think if, I think if freshmen were allowed to be drafted, I think it would, he would go like top five. Like they still might take Will Anderson above him. Yeah, but you, you draft him and you know that like he might he's not play to, the first year or two. Kind of yeah. like a, a big like baseball, or, I guess not someone like Job, ja, but like a big NBA prospect like yeah. Moses Moody. You take him as a lottery pick, you develop him. Develop him in the NFL. Yeah, but yeah, that I will say Bryce Young was the best player on the field that night. Like that play he made in the fourth quarter to duck out of that sack, escape the pocket. And then hit the receiver like way downfield for the touchdown to put them up late by four. I think was one of the best plays I've seen all year. Oh yeah, I saw uh, someone say probably the biggest shame in Nick Saban's career is he's never going to have won a national championship with Bryce Young. Yeah, no, he's the best, the best quarterback, quarterback he's ever had. He's ever had, which says a lot, or not doesn't say a lot. Like Saban has had shitty quarterbacks that have won national championships, and now you have the best player in college football for two years in a row. But the worst receivers he's ever had, which yeah. is Yeah. I mean, I mean, without, without, I without him, they legitimately have four oh, losses. Yeah. I mean, he I, is single-handedly keeping them in games in a lot of these. Like, it's it could that game could have gotten squirrely in Death Valley if Bryce Young didn't, like, pull him from the from the depths of hell. But, but also, I love the call, Ryan Kelly going for two, get that win. Or, it's done. Like, make it be done. Cause, and they got the ball with 40 seconds left. In the fourth quarter, and decided just to kneel it out. Don't even go for the field goal. I think their field goal kicker kind of sucks. Anyways, yeah. I was like, okay, that's a little risky. Buddy. Yeah, that was. Well, and now dragging. with the well, the thing is with the new overtime rules, you almost like have to like you're going to have to go for two in like the next overtime. Basically, you might anyways. as well do it. So you might as well, might as well do it to win. Just, yes, exactly. Then like, you possibly can, to tie, especially yeah. if you're if you got the ball second. Exactly. Because if yeah, exactly. So if. LSU had the ball first. And yeah, then, you obviously would have. And then Bama that. might as well have gone for two. Like everyone's always thinking, like like they're the analytic books, but like I feel like the analytics would even say go for it here. With like the new it's not even sure. just like a feel thing of like, hey, we're the home team, we kind of need to go for the win right here. Like, no, it actually makes more sense because you're about to be you're about to have the ball first on the next go round, and they'll probably do it to you if we if these roles reverse here at the end of the next overtime. So I don't know. Hell of a call by Brian Kelly. He's got Baton Rouge. I bet they're like. Head over heels over him right now. He's, oh yeah, he could be elected mayor tomorrow. I mean, the fact that he could—I mean—has a good shot to win the West in his first year yeah. is insane. And then on the other side of the spectrum, they're going to Fayetteville next week. This weekend, somebody's high, looking mighty blue over there. The highest of highs in Baton Rouge come to the lowest of lows in Fayetteville. I've got on my 
1994 throwback Arkansas quarter zip. We're on a basketball season, baby. Is it already on a basketball season? Uh, yeah, we looked so good on Monday night. We got a game on Friday. That's why I'm going to town, being faithful for the basketball game. And and for, for our listeners, I'll just let you all know a little behind the scenes here. Uh, Bert walks in, and he just so low T. He, he looks just down in the dumps. He's like, do I really have to talk about college football? Yeah, it's like, when, when are we switching this to the college but, basketball podcast? But this podcast? is when we need the Hogs the most, yeah. which we'll get into that later. But Of course, when they're down the most is when we need the Hogs the most. Yeah. Usually, usually they're down, and then we're about to play them, and somehow they, they rise up when and beat us. When they're normally a frisky second half of the season type team, they, they normally kind of turn it on at the end. And uh, I don't a, ask for much, Bert. Yeah, I don't ask for much. I had a Bama fan text me today, and he goes, y'all gained a lot of fans after last week. He goes, well, probably also lost some, too. I go, yeah, it's dead even. We have the same yeah. amount of fans, yeah. but half of them are now from other schools like Ole Miss and Tennessee Bama. <laughs> and Bama. So, Tennessee, uh, too, yeah. We're, we're still going to disappoint the same amount of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, too, also <laughs> with the college football rankings, they totally left it like where Bama could still, if somehow LSU loses two more games, where they could get – or make the championship SEC championship and still be in the playoffs. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they or even though they would totally. I I don't know SEC champ. They would jump to. Has the there league. been a two loss SEC champ? Um, I'm sure at some point that, that, that's like, made the playoffs. Probably not. I don't think so. I I think there's just. I mean, there's basically no way Bama can make the SEC championship game at this point. I mean, I just, they, no. they they have to play LSU. Is not LSU has A and M. No. I mean, probably not, but I mean, A&M, is that, is that at it's A&M? at A&M, yeah. last game of the season. So, that, that, I'm which, just saying, which, that, that is not out of the realm I've of possibility. I've seen crazier things. Yes, like LSU that, did it to that them be crazy last year. LSU, like, LSU would be like a 10-point like, game Because, you know, hats off to LSU for winning, but it's not like they're some type of juggernaut. Mm-mm. Like, they, they, they're, oh, they're they, they were losing Ole Miss. Like, yeah. they, like they, they are nothing crazy. They, they are, don't get me wrong, they're a good team, and you know, like I said, hats off to them, but I, they they are very capable of losing uh, two more games. Yeah. So that was last week. Q Freeze got the best of Arkansas for the first time in his career. Bert is on to basketball. Except we got picks to make, Bert. So we need you. We need the Hogs. Let's get some energy. Let's get Pullman Profiteer on the line. Cool. Pullman, what's up, pimp? Oh, you know, nothing much. Uh, after two abysmal weeks, we're ready to turn the boats here in week 10 oh. and uh, storm off the ball. We're going full full Cortez, burning the boats, <laughs> not letting the troops leave without a victory. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's – it's uh, what is the – Fly the red flag before battle, unconditional. Warfare. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter if you surrender. One side's leaving. We're alive. we're obeying no laws of war. There's there's yes. no <laughs> rules being abided by here. We're burning Geneva, the boats. We burnt the Geneva Convention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where we I think are. That term was about a hundred years before the Geneva. I think that's the reason the Geneva Convention like came together. <laughs> yeah. They they tried to reconcile Too many that. Dudes burning boats. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We're uh, we're here for it. Um, First off, though, is the RV clean? Uh, as clean as it can be. I'm, I'm going to need to swing by someone's house and fill up my uh, shower with some hose water. So, <laughs> do you, do you guys see an RV pull up beside your house? Yeah, you, you can. Need you can water. Yeah, you can drive by old uh, old Baghdad. Oh, 
bag dad. Speaking of bag bag father, that was poor phrasing. Um, bag father's house, and and yeah, definitely fill up fill up the tank with whatever type of hose water I'm, I'm you need. Bag dad, bag dad, bag dad. That's pretty good. That is a ten out of ten nickname. <laughs> Stumbled into that one, uh, but yeah, no. Pullman first game up. We got the Vols at home off a tough loss against the Allied Dorkwitz Missouri Tigers. The Vols are 20.5 point favorites over under of 57. Pullman, what's your read on this one? Two units on Mizzou, one unit money line. Tigers have a grown man defense. They're the only defense comparable to Georgia. I think they're kind of like the JV version of Georgia, but they're all angry JV players who, like, Mike should be on varsity. They're just, like, uh, you know, probably undersized. This, I mean, like, if you look at the scores in their games with the abysmal offense and, like, how their special teams and offense is giving up points in short field, I think this Missouri defense could, like, explosive plays-wise rank in, like, the top three of the country of Power 5. So, I, I know Tennessee is still great, but if you're going to give me that 10-to-1 – double let down spot i think the balls have a chance of falling into it here a sleepy 11 o'clock too i that is a good coming off a letdown i, I feel like everyone's thinking they're going to be in a bounce back but this has let down written all over also let's let's take a step back here this missouri team i thought sucked at one point this year they're on my list of like no bets do not bet either side they still suck because of their offense let me but let's let's take a, a stroll down memory lane here they had Georgia on the ropes. They, they could have easily won that game. That was, Should have won that game. That was a coin. Like, that was a 50-50 game at the end. In in Auburn, they literally in overtime are about to score a touchdown to win the game, and the and the running back just fumbles it out the back of the end zone on his own volition, just does it by himself, lose that one. I think their other Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky last week, the worst call I think I've ever seen in a football game. Apparently, the uh, what is it? The tackle box goes on forever. Yeah, the the they snap it over the punter's head. He runs back to the, the goal line to pick it up. The Missouri guy just thinks, "Duh, I'm just going to tackle yeah. this guy." But the punter pulls one out of his ass and sneaks a punt around the tackler, who then tackles the punter. They call roughing the punter while he's punting. The while ball. he's punting. Like forty yards beyond the 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 line of scrimmage, so they would have gotten the ball back or scored a touchdown right then and there. So like Missouri, I get any team you could say change a few plays and they have a different record, but like Missouri honestly could be like first in the East if a few different yeah. things had changed. Bizarro world, yeah. Bizarro <laughs> world. So like I get like you see the record, you see Missouri, they can't, but that doesn't mean they can't hang in games, Pullman. And a twenty fifteen Iowa who did that until the last week of the season, everyone knew they were bad, but they were eleven and zero. Yeah, they were ranked so, number. They were number two in the country. Yeah. So, so like, I, I feel like the way the Missouri season's played out, besides Kansas State, where they got their teeth kicked in, like they could be like that eight and one team right now, who everyone's like, I mean, they suck, but they have some great wins, and they have they you know they're, they keep winning, so. Boomer, didn't you have a good uh, stat? Oh on yes, the yes, Missouri yes. D line. Yes, yes, they they are ranked currently number one for most disruptive defense, uh, and, and I believe that's something like either tackles for loss and, or something Sacks, like that. Yeah, just all sorts of just or just like goal line stuff. Probably. Yeah, yeah. D line. So they, they were number one in the country for that, Look. and and we saw last week when Tennessee has issues, you know, protecting the quarterback. They don't look that great. Yeah. 
No, I, I like that pick. I, I have sworn off Missouri sides there on the list, but I do like the under here. I feel like with the with the disruptive defense of Missouri, and Missouri's offense can't really move the ball. So I, I, even if Tennessee kind of ends up covering the spread, I don't see Missouri really scoring a ton. Give me the under of 57 in this one. I love the Missouri pick, but again, I've sworn them off. So I'm off that one. I'm on the under. Boomer, do you, are you riding? Yeah, no, I, I'm on Missouri as well for, I mean, everything we've just said. I mean, I, I think this is a game Tennessee maybe wins by 17 points. It's kind of a, you know, early sleepy game after, you know, tough loss. So they're going to be banged up. Uh, and I think uh, Missouri's defense is going to give them trouble. Yeah, I, after, I think it was either very late in the Georgia game or after Hooker was like had his offense huddled and he is screaming, he is fighting. He, the, the dude had so much passion in him, and the game was clearly over. I think that they're going to come out. I know ten, or Missouri's defense is very, very good, but I think there's something to be said for scripted plays in the first couple quarters. I mean, y'all do that to teams. Like yeah. The first or first couple drives, y'all have some good scripted plays. Then you know, can you? Then you got to adapt. You can't keep doing that. Yeah. yeah. And, and defenses tend to kind of adapt a little bit. So give me Tennessee first quarter here. First quarters are my bets, and I'm sticking with that. I feel like your system first quarter plays is probably the best, the best well, out of anyone we have. Well, besides the new first half unders well, when both true. teams are off the bye, true. that that is now ten and or no twelve and four, no ten and one over the last however many eleven. So keep that ear to the ground next year. Pullman, we're going to run to the next one. We got the seventh-ranked LSU Tigers coming off a massive win against the Tide, going to Fayetteville, coming off a defeat to Hugh Freeze. Heart, I don't even know if heartbreaker is the right word. This heart crusher. Bert was heartbroken last weekend. I watched it in his eyes. Hey, I, I was a, I was a good sport. You're the one that you you were, you were there for the final moment. You were good. You ripped good. the cord of the TV out of the wall. You you well, left well, when we I, started I, I, doing that. I will say Mrs. Bert was the one that made him plug the TV back in, and he's, she's like, "We're watching this game," yeah. and then they almost came back and won. But anyways, we got the Tigers are a three and a half point favorite. In Fayetteville, over under of 61.5. Pullman, I know you didn't call this game out early, but do you have a read on this? Is there any spread with the money? Is it all coming in on LSU since it's been wonky, a wonky line? We've yeah, got a perfect stat. For I've us. got a great stat here. <clears throat> this is uh, from Caesar Sportsbook official Twitter account. LSU has received more spread tickets than any that than every NFL team except for the Falcons this week. LSU has also received more money to cover the spread than 22 of 28 NFL teams since there's bye weeks and stuff. So basically, LSU is getting hammered at the books. So some, a sport that's watched a third as much is getting top 10% play of yes. NFL games. Literally more more spread bets have been placed on LSU than any other NFL team this week. And it's not even like a... Supposed to be that great of a game. I yeah, mean, this isn't this isn't like yeah, this isn't last week playing Bama. Yeah. Alright, well then my pick's just Arkansas. They they know something. It's either that or they're willing to just lose a metric fuck ton of money. They moved the line over the three point number, it's now three and a half is the only thing I'll say, but no money's coming in on the hogs still. Give me the hogs three and a half. I mean, if they're putting this out there and they're and they're just not moving it, they put it there like that in the first place, there's a reason why. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, take, give me the hogs. Also, it, I might just completely be making this up in my mind, but 
Uh, did Arkansas not open up as a favorite, like a one-point favorite? It was two and a half to LSU to start, right? Okay. Well, I, I swear to God I saw that somewhere and I was flabbergasted. It might have been a line from a couple weeks past. Yeah. yeah. Bert, you're hogs. I know you're on the basketball season, but you're going to the game. you got to give us something here. And we need it. We need it. We need the hogs here. Come on. Give us yeah, something yeah. inspiring. Well, yeah, we didn't even talk about the implications of the game. The implications are huge. Yeah. I uh, was – Scourging through sports books, and I saw LSU was minus 150 on Barstool. So I put five units on the Tigers. I have no further comment, but I will take questions at this time. KJ, is he going to play? That's probably the most annoying part about this entire season so far is KJ is clearly banged up, but what's more annoying is whether he plays or not, or whether he's hurt or not, we just I just get the vibes that Sam Pittman's going to make the wrong decision. Is Kendall Bryles a dead man walking? That's hard to say. There's been rumors that there's just been locker room drama within the team ever since the A&M loss, which is like the perfect time to bring up the rumors. How but, many times is A&M going to beat you? But in a way... Infinity. Yeah, we're in, like four right now. In a way, it makes sense. Because thinking about the season, there's really not a single game in which, you know, when the clock struck zero, I was like, damn, we looked good. For four quarters especially. Maybe the South Carolina game. Um, maybe Cincinnati. But other than that, like, there's been – we've had so many dead moments. I mean, we spent three dead quarters against Liberty. And but that's, so, so, but, so I know there's some drama between Bryles and Pittman, but do you know what that's caused by? I, I, I heard there's I something about the quarterbacks about I who to play. Think, I don't think there's drama necessarily. You can't say there's drama between Bryles and Pittman. I think a lot of it might be the product of us losing and us coming Just out flat People being mad – to you know, the two automatic wins on our season when the season started, you would say were Missouri State and Liberty. That's probably the two worst games our offense has had. Um, so I don't. I think that's just people saying stuff because we're just sad boys. Yeah. Last one I have. Y'all basically traded DBs in the off season, didn't like they take all y'all's DBs and you took all their DBs. Which which no. So we traded a. Team captain safety and a for three years starting nickelback to LSU. Fouché was yeah, Fouché. One Fouché of and Greg Brooks both to LSU. Both Louisiana natives. He belonged in Fouché belonged in Baton Rouge. I didn't mind the Fouché thing because he played four years at Arkansas. He had to deal with Chad Morris, and he gets an opportunity to play one year at home. The Greg Brooks thing kind of ticked me off because he was you know he was very good. Who'd y'all get so from them? Joe. So we got Dwight McLaughlin, who he's good on PFF. He's been very good this year. He's had he's put up really good numbers. Like he'll he'll probably be a pro, um, and then Landon Jackson who starts on the D line. So I mean it's from a personnel standpoint, it's been kind of a wash. Okay, I but, thought Slusher was maybe one of them. He sounded like an no, LSU no, guy. but Slusher will be on either LSU or Texas next year after uh, disorderly after, conduct after Saturday's arrest. Yeah, that's tough. Two starting uh, is it two starters. Hey, my follow-up question: Do you think those DBs get arrested if they pull the win out? Probably not, Probably you know. It, it, no, I think it, I think that was a blow off some steam kind of thing. Like they went out on Dixon. So the story is uh, the D back, the freshman that like I don't even think he's seen the field this year. He was um, in cuffs maybe, and Slusher like tried to put like pull the cop away from oh, Anthony, God. and it wasn't like a 
like the arrest report didn't really make it seem like Slusher was really doing all that much. Mm-hmm. And then um, like refused to tell him his name, all that kind of stuff. He was probably just drunk, but he's yeah. over 21. So what were they going to do? That's tough. Doesn't sound like a lot of confidence over yeah, here from Bird. No. Yeah. So, so in a game that we need, I'm not getting anything from you. I don't ask for much. I just need something. I, you're getting five I, units. You're because telling me because I truly can't find anything with this the is, way LSU has been playing. Hey, and you know what? I'll give you a little bit of something here. What was it? Seven, eight, or I guess eight years ago, maybe six. <laughs> sure. Eight years ago. Which, this team was pretty decent, but we hadn't won an SEC game in 20 freaking games. And number 17, LSU, came into town on a cold day in Fayetteville. It was mm-hmm. actually a night game, and we won 17 to nothing and took the boot back. So, And you know what? It is a rivalry game. It is. Like, the, yeah. the boot will be on a sideline, and it will be literally on our sideline. Um, I think it's a, it just literally all depends on if KJ's 100%, because he was clearly about 60%, but he was just trying to be a warrior on Saturday. This goes against everything, like sharps versus squares. Like my my sharp brain tells me Arkansas fade the public. The Caesars getting hammered by people taking LSU. That's the only thing that makes me feel good about this game is the fact that that line is not moved. And like Pullman Pullman said it best. Like all this money's coming on LSU, they know something setting this line like this. But my eyes tell me Arkansas is dead. Their quarterback's shoulder is dislocated. He can't throw the ball. LSU has gotten better every week. Brian Kelly is a good coach and will not let his team have an off like a like a fall off after a big win. Give me LSU. Nothing. Ole Miss has never had anything nice. Ole Miss has never had anything like good just fall in their lap like this. Why should we start now? Give me the Tigers. Lay in the points. That's what's gonna. I mean, that's I, that. I I I will be a square for this day and and go down with my eyes. You know what? And we we actually are deserved a rather shit ton of luck this year when it comes to exactly. the football gods. That's true. Maybe maybe we'll get the oink doink. Y'all get maybe there'll be a pause. Well, well, maybe the doink will actually go through the uprise this time. Well, well you know the saying. Uh, it's always darkest before dawn. Okay. And that that is what's happening right now. Uh, we'll this is this is a game. I I. It is just destiny. I mean, LSU, they are going to win this game. It it is hogs love cold weather. Yeah, it's going to be like what forty five degrees. Not even. Kickoff. Yeah. It needs to be muddy. No, I know, I, I know. I know. Hogs love the mud. I wish it was raining, but I don't think that's going to happen. Let's go Based till. Let's court, go till the field court. before before. Yeah, the no. We need to. I'll be there Friday. I'll, I'll, we need to. Can we move this get, game to Little Rock. I think this game's an automatic win. Oh, uh, one million percent. It'll be <laughs> miracle on Markham Part Three. <laughs> we no, all know what that means. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all want the history? No, it was fifteen. No. no, no, it was sixteen years ago. I'm, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> Actually, that's probably right. <laughs> I'm just spot on history. Um, but but no, I, I don't know why this just feels like a game that Arkansas ends up winning. Uh, I I don't know well, why. Dude, just, Everything just, says not to bet look, Arkansas. Situational betting says LSU off the biggest win in the past since the national championship. And then Arkansas off of a home loss to Liberty, meeting up the next week. Everything says like take Arkansas because no LSU could not be on a higher high and Arkansas could not be on a lower low. So those two things are going to even out. And Arkansas is going to well, be also LSU is a team that stormed the field twice this year. Yeah, I, I don't know who Y'all keeps up we... who keeps up with that stat. 
do you think we storm the field if we win? Yes, a million percent. I think they do. Really? Do you think we storm if we beat Bama? Yes. Ooh, that's kind of – you uh, probably will. Th- that would yeah. be so funny. Like, every loss Bama has, someone just storms the field. Three of them. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we might as well jump into it. Uh, anything else on the Hogs? Pullman, you got anything left? Now I'm ready to hop in the CBS. CBS game of the week. Marquee game. Marquee game. It had a lot, a lot more shine on it last week. It was going to be game day. Whole The whole shit and caboodle. Now we got the number nine Tide coming into the Oxford against the number 11 Rebels. Tide is a 12-point favorite over under of 64.5. Boomer, I want to hear from you. 80% of bets, 76% of money on the Rebs. That doesn't make you feel good. What are your thoughts here? Uh, well, I, I'm just emotionally hedging, but I'll give you my – so I'm taking Bama. But I'm going to give you my actual thoughts on it. I, I think we are going to have a – I'm not saying we're going to win. but a chip in a chair. Yeah, yeah, we got a chip in a chair. And I, I think the one thing that you look at Bama, they have struggled on the road this year. And, I mean, they struggled against A&M. And who is – I mean, we beat and who's not a very good team. I, I think the biggest deal is if our offensive line can hold up. Yeah. Uh, which I don't really believe in our offensive line Two at all. freshman tackles. Yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Uh, Dart's going to probably have to run for, like, close to 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna have to have our wide receivers. I mean, j- hopefully Judkins just keeps on being himself. I saw they held us to like seventy-eight yards rushing last year in that game. If we expect that we can just rely on the run, I don't think like just zero percent chance we win. We will not be able to zero. hand it off to Judkins and just run no, it down. No, no, we Lane is going to have to. I want the ball first, and Lane scripts the best two or three drives of his life. He's just Picasso yes, with his back he is up, just, like, up painting the Sistine Chapel. Yes, like, and I, I don't know. I, I just I think we've got a shot, but I don't know. So you said you were emotionally hedging. How are you doing that? I'm, I'm taking Bama. And laying 12? Yeah. I feel like that's not the I don't know how you emotionally hedge laying 12 well, points. Well, because if you tell me there's a world where we lose by 17 points, I'm like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, also, how, has Bama – shoot, we'd have to go back, but has Bama ever lost two games in a row? Not since – His uh, first year? No, no. Well, in the regular season, yes. They've lost to Auburn – and then didn't make the SC championship or the or the Natty, and then they've lost the Sugar Bowl twice. Uh, that, that doesn't that doesn't count. It has to be two weeks in a row. But this is the same thing though. They it has lose to be... a game to kick them out of the playoff or out of the championship, and then they get well, boat well, raced well, that, that's, in the that's, well, Sugar Bowl. That's a great which meant when didn't they mean lost. Shit. To, is that when they lost to Utah? They lost to Utah and Oklahoma with a shitty quarterback. But the th- but the thing is though, like, are they still thinking they have a shot? No, they have no shot. Saban came out on Monday's press conference and they asked him that. That how do you motivate your team when you're basically out of the playoff picture? And he goes, "Well, you know, we got a lot of guys that are playing for their uh, for their futures. So I say, you know, a lot of a lot of draft stock will be will be oh. held over the next couple weeks to see how you respond in these next three games. So play play for yourself, play for your draft stock." Ooh, I hate is basically that what he Bama. said. Yeah, that's a that's that's a tough that's a tough sell. Yeah, well, especially like Bryce Young, like why not sit out? Bryce Young, you're already he's already banged up. Yeah. Could you imagine they do that and instead of Will Anderson bidding gaps, just goes for sacks and he ends up with three sacks on the night, but we end up abusing them on the corner with runs like. 
Yeah. Shit like that could happen with him saying yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, he sells out for stats, not for what he's supposed to do to like to like hold his his assignment on the play. Yeah, your All American DN's not an All American because he's going for the sack every time. It's because he fits the run perfectly, and then he gets a sack one and a half times a game. Also. This this could be Bryce's last game. Yeah, depending like his or hell, even if if LSU beats us, well, the game won't be over by the time y'all kick off, more than likely. But yeah, it'll probably end like this. This very well might be his last game. In. I wouldn't blame him because they clearly want to. Might as well get the next guy ready. The, uh, Jeff just gave a nothing burger. He said he's emotionally hedging. Well, no, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I gave you my thoughts. I think Ole Miss has a legitimate shot. And if I was not a – say what? Oh, whatever. Uh, but he, but, but telling, if I was not an Ole Miss fan, I would. I think I would take Ole Miss, and that's why I think you see so so much of the public on us right now. Yeah, the public is on the Reds. And one, one last stat. This is from the same disruptive defense thing we saw. Yeah. We were ranked 30th on that, which I was, I was shocked by because uh, I'd be mean, like – our defense, I would has say, has not is, been good. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess we've had those disruptive plays, and if you, if you can do that and force a couple turnovers, then yeah, we've got a, we've got a darn good shot. We are the healthiest we've been all year. Yeah, off a of bye. Off a of bye. Uh, Zach Evans healthy. The defense, everyone's that was banged up is now healthy. They were playing injured. They're healthy now. Michael Trigg is back. He will yeah. be playing. Is he actually? He's actually back. I heard rumors, but I had not seen anything. Source here, Rev's Bagman is telling Bagdad. me. Bagdad. Bagdad. Yeah, my, my source, Bagdad, said <laughs> Trigg will play. I don't know if that means he's going to play in like red zone packages or like third downs, but he's going Him to play. Him just being out there is enough yes. just to distract. My best bet is first half over 31. Lane, like you said, is going to script like Picasso in the Sistine Chapel. Lano's back scripting the first. I think with an off week, he should be able to script two to three, two to three drives. First quarter reps. First quarter. Look, I don't know if we can stop them. Is the thing, but points will be scored galore. Our first half offense has been pretty damn good all year. It's been the second half when we've struggled. Kiffin scripts it up for the first quarter, extra time to prepare, and then Bryce Young will. I assume. I think our defense will be a little susceptible. I mean, it is Bryce Young. It is famous like whole offense. I did see a stat that they do not run the ball as much as they should. They got, what's the name, Jameer Gibbs? Yeah. Is that his name? He's a stud. Uh, the stat I saw was Alabama ranks number three in all of FBS in yards per carry, but number 88th in rushing attempts per game. So they, they can run the ball down your throat for like per carry, but then Bill O'Brien's dumbass just sits up there and says, I want to see Bryce Young throw the ball some more. And he just calls play calls to his wide receivers that are unopened down But don't you think the script to beat Ole Miss is just run the ball down our throat? So, like, I don't know. I could see I would maybe go under on Bryce passing and take over on their rushing. Especially he's a little banged up. Yeah, that's fine. But either way, best bet is over 31 in the first half. If I'm taking a side, I'm taking the ribs and the points. I get it's a public side. Bam up. Everyone's saying is the the it's more of like a do we, I don't do trust we end to, dynasty ender. That, see, that's what's bullshit. Is Saban will probably be back just as good next year, but for this year, we've never seen Bama have to play regular season games that don't mean shit. When was the last time we saw him with three losses? I I literally don't know. His so first, no his one knows year. how they're going to respond when they have no national championship to play for, when there's no playoff aspirations. So. I would take the Rebs and the points. Pullman, what you got on this one? Well, you know what a birdie in a boat means. I'm taking the 
Rebels to win. Um, I, I still not, I'm not sure about – I've said it all year about Gibbs. You just emphasized it again about how great he is. But, I mean, if O'Brien's not going to run him, then, like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be scared of The OC is too stupid to use him. Bryce's shoulder is probably hanging out by one ligament at this point. I mean, his, his arm is getting weaker every week. Um, so, like, at this point, do we just play, like, a eight-man box, go one-on-one everywhere, where, like, let your limp arm quarterback and your shitty wide receivers beat us, and if you do, tip their hat? Yeah, and our... I feel like we our, haven't done that. I feel like no. our corners... Yeah, we haven't done that all year. Yeah, we refused dumb. to do that. We refused to do it. I don't know why. I, I trust our quarterbacks enough. I, I don't... I mean, I think we let them two. burn you. Let them burn you. Let, let at least let them score no, fast, they're gonna, they're, so you get the ball back. Once a senior, like let them, you know, let them play. Yeah, and I mean, they're supposed to be as good as everyone's been saying. Let them fucking play one on one against bad Alabama wide receivers. And if they do beat you, make them beat you way deep to where let's trust. Yeah, let's let, test Bryce burned. Young's get little. Burned. Let's trust. Let's test Bryce Young's banged up shoulder. And see if he can push the ball that far down the field. And if you do get burnt, then you get the ball back and you get to shove it down their throat. Exactly. So you're not having a freaking 10-minute drive where it just sucks the life out of the stadium. Yes. Burke, outside perspective, give me something here. Yeah, y'all alluded to a lot of the things that I'm thinking in Rev's first quarter plus three and a half. One thing, I can see this game going. I was there, what was it? Four years ago, when y'all hit DK mm-hmm. on that that first play, yeah, that was electric. That, that was so it had nice. perfect I seats for it. All safe, and then we let up forty nine straight. I believe, <laughs> right, right. But I can see something like that happening where it's not going to be just the first touchdown. I think Lane is going to have that first quarter script ready to go, and Bam is going to be slightly hungover. I think the game can turn into. Maybe Saban's pissing those players off a lot, and they're like, oh, shit, like, we're losing to a team we should never lose to, and they turn it on, and I don't know if that's going to be enough to cover the game. It could be. It very well could be. But I'm pretty damn confident in Ole Miss plus three and a half because y'all are going to probably get the ball first. Yeah, well, that's, what, gonna, I, that's where I was going is if we win the coin even toss. even if you don't, even if you don't, like, and they go everyone score. Else yeah, it, even if even I really, it really doesn't matter because if they get the ball first and score, y'all are still going to go score within the next six minutes. Yeah, easily probably within the next three. So now it's just a game of can the clock expire? Yeah, yeah. But but I feel like Saban doesn't. I feel like he wouldn't take the ball. No, yeah, we will get the ball first. Saban yeah. will defer if they win, and then we will. Yeah, like I feel like will, we're guaranteed to get that first. Yeah. So I don't hate. What about why not just Reb's money line first quarter? Get that extra juice. Ooh, yeah, I'll think about it. You know, our, I'll have my uh, 3.75 units from LSU, like, about to happen yeah. around that time, so yeah. I can just go heavy revs. Well, I mean, besides, besides the Vandy and A&M game, would we – I mean, I, I, I don't know what the first, first quarter, quarter spreads, but I, I, but I mean, just thinking about it in my head, I but think even, we would actually have done pretty good. Even, setting even A&M, this. we scored on the first drive. Or yeah, maybe, or maybe, but I, I I feel like they were leading it. They were, but they got the ball first somehow. I don't know. I I don't hate that. I don't My, hate that. One of the things that worries me is like, what y'all's best win? Kentucky. 
Yeah. And both, yeah. like y'all's wins are just or, not or, or as, Actually, I don't know, probably A&M on the road yeah, might be better. They're, they're just not, not looking, looking at as, it now. You guys are so far off. Troy. It's be the Cotton, Boy, Cotton Bowl appearance Troy Trojans. We yeah. Want. Yeah, but I'd say Troy is a damn good team. Are they balling right now? They're like, Troy's they have like one the loss. Bowl if there's a little more chaos in the AAC. Wow. I love it. I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be nervous as hell. Pullman's bringing the RV, parking it in a Walmart the parking Wally, lot. Wally World filling up with Baghdad his his shower tank before Pullman. Anything else <laughs> on this game or any other games you like the rest of the weekend? Uh, no, but like I said a thousand times already, if you see smoke coming up in Oxford, it's literally burning someone's boat. Yeah. So. Don't don't feel shy. Come hey, say hi. Hey, Bag, Baghdad's got one out there. Yeah, <laughs> burn that oh down. Oh my god, I'm gonna burn your dad's. I'm gonna burn Baghdad's boat. If, if, if hogs, reds, and Mizzou win, should we just burn Baghdad's boat? Yeah, no. If all three of those things happen, we're burning Baghdad's <laughs> I, boat. I, all I know is I'm coming home with the the goalpost. <laughs> yeah, it will be sliced and diced, but we'll be yeah, coming now, home. With yeah, it. I, I did just remember something. Um, under the Sam Pittman tenure. Uh, Bert is undefeated in attendance at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Oh. Yeah. Seven and oh. Wow. Yeah. So seven and up. Hogs money line. I mean, hopefully Wait, he's never lost in Fable? No, I have never Bert. lost. Oh, 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 oh. Understand Pittman's. Understand Pittman. Me personally, as a if, fan, if, okay. if real right, Bert, maybe so maybe it's me. Yes, it is you. Week, right? And I think our record in conference games without me there, I truly don't think we've won a game. Hmm. Well, well, we're sending the right person. Yeah, yeah. Remind me to I'm rub your head I'm on the way out Orlando, today. Orlando, the weak old misplays up there, then like all exclusive pay to no like Cabo or something. Well, yeah. If, well, if well, we, we, win, we also have to figure out how to take him out next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> if we win yes. against LSU, I'm gonna have to. I don't think I can make an appearance on the pod for my safety next week. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna serve. I'm about to go ahead and head to Fayetteville. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay there. Hey Bert, uh, the the pod's recording in South Memphis tonight. We actually got to go to Orange Mound to record. Just, just head down there and park on. Uh, park on Orange Mound. Now I'm gonna Mound cook down. you dinner. I'm gonna cook you dinner and just maybe undercook the chicken a little bit. Pullman, anything else this week? All I got. All right, brother. See you guys Friday. Yes, sir. See you in the RV. Peace. All right, so next we've got Georgia's going down to start or up to start full. Uh, Over. Yeah. Uh, so State is a 16-point or dog. That totals counts. at 53 and a half. What, what you got, Bagman? I think this could be closer than the experts think. I, State played Georgia relatively close in Leach's first year. It was like they dink and dump, but Georgia runs. Or last, man. No, uh, it was two oh years yeah, ago. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years ago, it was this, Georgia runs man defense, which is like a no-no against Mike Leach's offense. You just run zone and keep everything in front of you and tackle. But Georgia runs man, and they run a bunch of crossing routes. And Will Rogers can kind of like pick you apart a little bit there. I I don't know. I think that State at night with the cowbells ringing, Georgia coming off a massive win. I think they are in a prime letdown spot here, and this is a massive game for the dogs, for the state dogs, not the Georgia dogs. And so I think Georgia wins, but I'll take over two touchdowns here. I think Backdoor has this, and like like on the road at night in the SEC is a tough place, yeah. whether you're Georgia or anyone. So 
I'm riding with with the, with state here. So, so, but you see, you don't think they would adjust and run a zone, or is it is it like that? I see. I don't. I have no idea. Is it that hard to when you normally run man to switch I'm to sure a zone? They, I'm sure they have zone like in the playbook and in the call sheet. But like That's Kirby's not, not Kirby's not going to just switch to a zone just to 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 cover a spread. Yeah, like, well, it's they, probably, it's probably we can we can still beat them by two yeah, touchdowns he's saying, he's without. Saying he wants to, to run a man against. He wants to be tested against this. I feel like, like if they were to like struggle a little bit against in, yeah. in their man defense against this offense, Kirby would just stick with it and be like, "No, we got to figure this shit out and learn how to stop it." Because someone's going to run it. Like we're we're preparing for future games, not this game. This is the game we're going to win, but I think it's going to be close. So, so do. You, do the uh, Mississippi State wide receivers, do they have chairs to sit in to start the game? No. Hell no. They'll be standing. Yeah, so, I, I don't know if uh, our listeners saw, but, but, saw. but, 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 but yeah, Leach, Leach took the wide receivers, like, fold-out chairs and threw them all down on the ground. Yeah, they were eating When, they, when Auburn started coming back last weekend. I don't know how any state fan or state, like, media person sits through one of Leach's interviews post-game or on, like, the he Monday sound, press conference. He sounds like me a couple years ago on the podcast. Yes, he's clearing his throat constantly, making – he said the wide receivers are – Underneath a tree, eating fish sandwiches with their fat girlfriends instead of catching football. I don't know that, what the hell that he is, was saying I, there. I, I legitimately don't know if I've heard a coach roast players that like that's. I feel like that's such. I a, love it, it though. No, I, I I love it too. Yeah, but, but it's so hard to listen to just because he's clear. Oh he's yeah, disgusting. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm on the state dogs. No, there. no, I I'm kind of with you on that because I, I mean they had a big win. This is a game that. They can sleepwalk through and still win by 10, 10 to fourteen points. Yeah, as long as they win this game by one. That's yeah, no, all yeah, no, I, yeah, I see it as like a they're up like twenty one late score by state to get it under the number. Yeah, I think with a sixteen and a half, it's a mini system where they're probably begging people to take that football number of seventeen. Yeah, and I'm I'm right there with you guys. At give me the dogs, nighttime cowbells, hungover Georgia. Mississippi State's not gonna let and state, up. State is and state is at night is a legitimate hard place to yes. play with the cow. Like it, it is like I mean, I'm whatever. I'll give state cool. You have cool cowbells, but it is like freaking loud in there. Like, and they don't. It's they, deafening, they, and they do not ring responsibly. No, they'll they'll be ring especially at nighttime after like half the fans that actually do have some pregame beers. They'll be ringing those things throughout the whole game. So like. It's gonna be rowdy and start. Well, I well, and especially if they if they like you know just get a score and are yeah. up on them like, and like I, I mean heck if they get a score too, they could have a legit. Shot. I mean it, it, it very well it could, and they've shown Georgia's shown that they are gettable on the road. On the road, I think it is more than likely a Missouri versus Georgia type game than it is a yeah. Oregon versus Georgia type game. Yeah, Georgia plays yeah. their food. They're they're hungover from last what, what, week. What's the point total on this one? Fifty three and yeah, a half. It's relatively, I thought kind of maybe perfect. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of if it, if it was like sixty, I feel like I would totally want to take yeah. the under on that. All right, what's our next game? All right, so next we've got Washington at Oregon. Oregon's a thirteen point favorite. Totals high total. It's seventy two and a half. Bagman. Yeah, so this is the 6 o'clock. Hopefully the Rebs have just ended, just beat Bama. We're tearing down the goalposts. Heading back to the Grove to the tent. 
I'm taking the over in this one. I know it's a high total of 72 and a half, but so high. Oregon at Oregon at home, I feel like their offense has been rolling all year. Washington's defense stinks. And Oregon at home is good, but their defense has been pretty ass all year, especially the pass defense. They're 119th in the in the nation in pass defense, and Washington is like top 10 in pass offense. I, I don't know if Michael I don't think Michael Penix is that good. I like he's a lefty. But if I mean they they throw the ball all over the field and Oregon can't stop the pass, so I I don't love I think this is a big time shootout. I don't love a spread when it's that high. I think when it gets to that into the seventies, eighties, that who knows who the hell knows. I mean, twenty one points is like yeah, a touchdown. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thirteen points in a seventy two total is like three points in a normal game. So. I don't love it, but I, I'm just going to take a late night over here in the Pac-12 after dark and just see some some fireworks with two terrible defenses in Austin Stadium. Give me the give me the over seventy two and a half. So I, I'm going to take Washington here. It, the, strictly best based on like just betting stuff. For one, eighty percent of the money occurred bets are currently on Oregon. Eighty two percent of money is on Oregon. And then th- this one's the crazy one. Washington has not covered the last five games. Oregon's covered the last five games. Oh, that's the most due versus. Yeah, which I can't even. Or I wish I could see further back. It could go further. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just like, water's got to find its level. Washington has to cover a game eventually, and Oregon has to not cover. Like, Oregon needs style points to try to sneak into the playoff, is kind of another thing that I was thinking, just because they had that bad loss to Georgia. And if they're going to, if they're going to sneak in, they need some, some serious wins. And at home, I feel like they are so much better. But yeah. Washington is due. I had them last but week. I, I do me. not. I do not like this at all. I mean, they barely beat Oregon State. Barely beat Cal. No, it's gross. It's like a hold your nose. Yeah, and press no. A this is this is like eating a turd. I'm gonna hold my nose and just do it. Bite the bullet. Bird, do you have anything on this? Yeah, the Bonix versus Penix game. What? Bonix versus Penix. <laughs> Bo Nix versus Michael Penix. Bonix versus Penix. Yeah. Penix. So it could be just a, a Knicks off here yeah. with a lot of points. But I don't know. I guess Boomer's got Washington. I kind of wanted to take Washington because the line has moved four points to Oregon's way. Yeah. Uh, that that kind of scares me. <coughs> That's because the would, money's coming in hard on Oregon. Yeah, but the money's coming in hard on LSU and it hadn't touched. So that That's is good just, for the Hogs. It's very good for the Hogs. Uh, you have the over, so for the hell of it, I'm just going to take the under. Let's all be Ooh, different. Yeah. Rude boy. Late night. That's yeah. that's not our thing usually. Usually we say yeah. it's a late night game. We're, Let's just have fun and take the over. We're 72. Nixon, we're Nixon touchdown. Well, but that is not game. also, I will say to you, Arliss, that has not worked out for me at all this year. I was thinking <laughs> just, about it. Just saying, because I was like, Let's just they, have fun. That's what yeah. they want you to do. It, it, no, it's never been fun. <laughs> that it has literally <laughs> never been fun. What was what was the game that I'm talking about? It was it, USC versus. USC uh, versus someone that's supposed to score a bunch of points. And they, they scored 10. They scored like. 15 points in the first half. It was half. USC, Oregon State. It was so, it was so bad. That was the oink oink nut. Never forget. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, that's like when the Twin Towers Maybe fell. next year I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, no. That, that's going to live in. It, it all comes back. Name. It all comes back. And it has arms. such a great name. Yeah, the oink oink um, legend. All right, so we'll move on to the next game. We've got A&M coming off a... Ugly loss to Florida. They got the flu. Hopefully, hopefully they're a little better from the flu. 
Uh, and they're they're at Auburn. Auburn's a one and a half point favorite. Totals at forty. Low total, forty eight and a half. Bert, give it to me. They're selling out Jordan Hare Stadium, dude. Two three and six teams with one coach fired and one coach they wish they could fire. Yeah, <laughs> they would give and anything. That stadium to fire. is sold out. Is and it? Wait, is it actually yes, sold out? Yeah. It is sold out. Sold out. Well, it's just, the Cadillac, Cadillac experience. Yeah, sold out. There ain't nothing like it. Night game. Night sold game. Out. This is. I don't know. Auburn usually plays a cupcake before they play Bama, I believe. So. They're, no one's looking forward to that next game. No. This is basically senior night yes. for Auburn if they have any seniors. So this is transfer portal night for Auburn. Yeah. So this is their last game in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Um, dude, give me give me the Tigers here easily. Cadillac is pumped. Like They're asking Cadillac this week, like, you know, gutsy performance last week. Can you, you know, do you wish your name was in the hat for the head coaching job? He's like, I'm, we're not talking about that. We got a and game in front of us. I, I've ne- I don't I don't know if I've ever felt so bad for a coach losing a game than I did last week when he clearly got outcoached on coaching decisions against Mississippi State yeah. at the very end of that game. I felt so bad for him. I mean, the dude's got his sweat towel. He is running back and forth, I and mean, he still got it. Yeah, you can way. put some pads on that. Man. Yeah. Well, did y'all see the one of the assistant coaches pulled a hamstring? Yeah, they were, when trying, they were like when he they were like I don't know they were just running up and down. They the were field. trying to get a timeout. Yes, and he literally started limping off. He just and, raced Cadillac. Yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah. So, so who knows if he'll be available? Cadillac, this week. <laughs> Cadillac's hamstrings were just in pure form, but just ready to get out I, there. I'll the say other this: coach had none. Cadillac, he looked badass. He looked uh, yeah. on the sideline. Yeah, this with the sweat towel. Like I, Actually, I loved everything. Everything yeah. about it, and give me the Tigers here to win this game. Like obviously, win the next one, put up a valiant effort against Jaden Milrow and yeah. the Jaden Milrow led uh, Tide. Tide, and for them to just hire Cadillac. In, in all honesty, please, no please, way. In, please. In, in all honesty, it's kind of worth the risk. What, no, what, it's what, not. What, for Auburn, what, what, what type of coach was he for them? He was the running back coach. I just don't think this year's Duh. this year's crop of available coaches are not and like if you strike out on some of these huge names, but this year's crop of coaches aren't isn't that amazing. Like the names out there are Dion and Hugh. Yeah. If, if you're an SEC team, like why Lane's not take the fringe. risk and let and let other like maybe let some other coaches get up and coming, like establish their name. Just just sign them to a one year deal. Yeah. <laughs> for for, for a, Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, he would take it. He would. He would, uh, go he would thousand yeah. percent would. But no, because he he like actually was like, I don't know. He had like was like emotional. Yes. And I, 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 it kind of almost got me fired I will up. Stop I don't even Auburn if they hire kind of like Williams. No, he's he's sick. He's I'm, so cool. I'm right there with you. Give me the team that it has a coach that they are playing for at a sell, sold out crowd at home at night versus a team that couldn't care less who their if their coach gets fired tomorrow or not. Who's just literally just playing for the next paycheck in A and M? Like those players don't give a shit anymore. They want the season to end. And Auburn, this is their. This might as well be like their last game of the season because, like you said, the Iron Bowl is a big game. But like this is it for them. I I think Auburn wins this game. They're way more motivated. Give me the Tigers and Cadillac at home. I hate we're all on the same side on this. No, this is just it's but, too but, good. But 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 the one other thing too I'll add to is just like he's able to say like. Look at us in that second half. Like we've we came back. Like I mean, what, how much were they were they down three touchdowns? Four yeah. scores. Yes, and like, seven like, years ago. Yes, yes. A four Lincoln. <laughs> oh, Abe Lincoln. There we go. <laughs> uh, but no, like I, that was an impressive comeback uh, on the road. 
uh, against a decent state team. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you get out coached, but I think this is just a heart and soul game. Yes, I also like the over here. Anim's defense does not look great. They got all the, all the five star freshmen in the world, but their defense has led up a bunch of points to Florida and the Rebs the last two weeks. Auburn's offense isn't great, but. Auburn has also given up a bunch of points the last two weeks. Over under a 48. I feel like that's kind of low well, for a night and game. And also, one other thing, too. I, I know, like, you might be over the flu, but you're not 100% for, like, two weeks. Uh, like, like, like oh, you yeah. still feel, like, I don't just droggy. Like, I'm just you don't feel right. Is there an update? Is it going to be Wegman or King? Do we know? It'll be Wegman. Wegman's back. Yeah. So, I like points. I like points and here. That's probably Wegman's first away game atmosphere. Yes, it's absolutely. It's going to be loud. One of the toughest places to play. Yeah. So oh, I'm crowd. multiple units now. Yeah. No, I we're, I am I love Auburn here. Let's get into the last game, college game day. TCU undefeated, number four, going into Austin to play Texas. TCU's dominated Texas over the last, like, ten games. I think they were, like, like seven and three against Texas in the last ten. Texas is a seven-point home favorite over under a 65. Boomer, what do you see here? Um, I, I think I'm, this just seems like a game – the, the game that TC, – like, I feel like everyone has been like, oh, yeah, TCU is going to drop one, and this is going to be the one. Or is but, this just a season of destiny for them? Because we've been saying – Yeah, yeah may, maybe it is. I, who did – let me look up and see who they have left. Because I, I just feel like the college football just, like, World has been like, oh yeah, they'll eventually lose one, and then it's like slowly running out of time for them to lose one. You know, so, I feel like they played a Big Twelve game like every week. Surely oh yeah, they've got someone not that. Well, they have like, non conference games in the Big Twelve. Iowa State. Yeah, so still a lot of a lot of legs left on the TCU train to get to get there to undefeated season. Matt, also, Matt, TCU has knocked out the starting quarterback of every team they've played the last really five Oklahoma. What? They knocked. They knocked That's out, an insane stat. They, they knocked out Dylan Gabriel. He was trying to slide on like a QB run. So are they just dirty as hell? Con- concussed him. Kansas State's quarterback, Adrian Martinez, got hurt when playing uh, TCU. Kansas quarterback, Jaden Dan- uh, Jalen Daniels, whatever his name is, also got hurt. Uh, it wasn't Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State was hurt going into that game. And then Martinez. And so he couldn't play. And then... Uh, Martia and then Martia. So, literally the last, and then yeah, Texas Tech last weekend. I think it's, I forget what his name is. Um, They've been going through two well, quarterbacks Texas all year. Tech, I think his quarterback is perpetually hurt. Yes, yes, he's, he's, an, he's always <laughs> I mean, hurt. Who was the guy that punctured his lung like twice? But a literally years ago. five games in a row, TCU has made a basically made a comeback because they knocked out the opposing team's quarterback. So I'm taking Texas. First half minus four and a half. Oh, because you think he might lose. Just because I think he might lose. <laughs> well, so one question: This me being a bad college football fan, the quarterback that was like got knocked out in the Bama game, is he back or was that like a season end? Quinn Ewers, no. Quinn Ewers is back. He hadn't looked quite the same since wait, he's wait, come wait, back. Was, was that the guy you and a Pullman were just like blowing down? No, or, he's, or, or blowing. <laughs> he's, <laughs> now, he's now the quarterback at Nebraska. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he, we had him pegged as our future Heisman candidate. We kind of wanted him to come to the Rebs when he announced the transfer portal. But no, yeah, they've they've been big time injured quarterback surviving. So well, that's a huge asterisk on TCU. I mean, I mean, oh, like yeah. that's not their fault, but but it, but you have to take that with or, that's why people, their wins are the greatest. That's assault. why Texas is a seven point favorite. That's why people think the the slippers going to fall off Cinderella here soon. But I don't know. Team of Destiny has a little bit of a vibe. I'm thinking Texas first half here. What's your read, Bert? We really need Texas to lose another game. 
Yes, we absolutely do. There's just there, one more. One more. But it's at Kansas and then Baylor. What for at the home. team total under? For the team total. Yeah. So what they, was it? Eight? Eight or eight it was under eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. Um Golly, I, I'm leaning Texas here, mainly because I was watching some stuff earlier about how Lance Leopold and, and Kansas just absolutely torched that TCU defense. Yep. And and Sark has shown like this year he's you know, he's kind of clicking with his play calling. So, I think I'm going to take Texas. I like that it's just at seven because I think this is, could be the most pushy yeah. game I ever bet. Also, Gary Patterson, the old TCU coach, is now a defensive yeah, analyst for Texas. Sonny Dykes, his old ass is just like, hey, let's just hurt the other team at yep. this point. No one will know. So, that's it for this week's card, boys and girls. Do either one of you have any additional picks for this um, week? Um... The, the one other game I have is Vandy at at Kentucky. Kentucky's eighteen point favorite. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take uh, Kentucky here, uh, which I, I don't know. Currently, seventy percent of money is on Vandy. Seventy six percent of of money. Seventy percent of bets. I mean, I know Levis has been a little early bit banged out, but is he like not starting? No, or? he's playing. Oh, I I I, lo- I love Kentucky here. I have Vandy under .5 conference wins mm. this year. So you need a loss I here. I talked on the first pod. Yeah, I mean, we already got the team total yeah. over in, what, week three? Easy money. They've only Those are the only three games they won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bert, do you have any extras? Yeah, I got a Bert pick. Um, a nice little Big Ten under here. Under 44.5 in the Purdue versus Illinois game. Illinois has the Big Ten West like in their sights. I think that Burt is not going to try to – they're not going to get cute with their offensive play calling. He's going to just try to give it to their beast running back, Chase Brown, and just run it, run it, run it. Um, both teams were kind of struggling to score lately. Both have some – they're both coming off some pretty miserable losses with um, Purdue scoring three points against Iowa. Now, I know Iowa's defense is very good. Mm-hmm. And then Illinois losing to – a um, hopeless Michigan State. So they're both coming off like terrible yeah. games. I don't think they're about to sit here and just try to air it out and push the ball down the field. They're going to want to feel each other out and just hope to win. Yeah. But Purdue is still in it. If Purdue wins this game, they are yeah. the top of the Big Ten West. So I have Purdue on my card plus six and a half because of what you said with the low scoring. I think this is a very low scoring game. Both teams feeling it out. Low score and and Purdue has just as much to play for as anyone, so I think six and a half is a lot of points in a low scoring game. I don't know if they're going to win the game, but that's too many points in a in a crappy eleven o'clock Big Ten game. Uh, was that your only pick? That's it. I have Clemson minus seven by low spot here on Clemson coming you off a terrible Louisville. loss. Who are they playing? Louisville. I hate Louisville and Clemson. Look, I know they lost to Notre Dame, but. They're back in the ACC in which they dominate. The ACC is horrible. They're at home. Bounce back spot for Clemson. Dabo's going to have the boys thinking they can still make the playoffs. Give me Clemson minus seven there. Give me Baylor at home minus two and a half against 19th ranked Kansas State. That's a system play. Baylor's unranked as a favorite against 19 Kansas State. Don't need to say anything more. Give me Texas Tech minus three and a half. At home against Kansas. Add that, add that to my card. Yeah, big Texas Tech guy. <laughs> Kansas just became bowl eligible. They stormed the field. They tore down the goalposts. They could. They're home Did they over. Really? Yes, 
They're Who'd home they beat? or uh, Oklahoma State, which was actually okay. a big win. Okay, that's a big win. They're yeah, bowl eligible. They don't. I, I thought you meant they tore down. They have they have soared past every goal in which they had this season. Going to Lubbock's tough. Lay the points with Texas Tech. Give me Wake Forest minus three and a half against UNC. This over unders at seventy seven, which is insane. But oh another system God. play. UNC's ranked fifteenth. Wake Forest is unranked as a four point favorite and. Wake Forest has lost the last two games. They got killed by Louisville two weeks ago. It was like they were winning at halftime, and then they had six turnovers in the second half. They have had 11 turnovers the last two games. Oh, oh just clean it which up. Which is egregious. So, so, yeah, so just literally just don't turn the ball over 11 times yeah. or like five and a half times. It's just two, two times. North Carolina's <laughs> defense sucks. Sucks. I love Sam Hartman. Give me the home favorite there. And Wake Forest is like the the little brother kind of to North Carolina. Yeah. They will be super fired up for this game. Love Wake Forest there. Uh, that's the last one on my card. Is that all I got for this week? Anybody I, care to take a shot at the ranked matchup of Tulane versus UCF? I I, I don't love that. That's going to be like a game day, probably fire off a, a pick on that one. It's at 2.30, so mm-hmm. same time as our game, so I don't know if I'll care enough because I know I'll be locked into the Rebs and, and tied. I will not be caring about that game. And if I had to bet, I would probably just take the home team in New Orleans. It's going to be in a game, rocket game, stadium. Game day should have been there. Game day should have gone there. That would have been way cooler than in Austin. Yeah, well, because, I mean, have they? I don't know if they've ever even been to Tulane. Mm-mm. And, like, all the stuff they could do just being in New Orleans would yeah, be pretty no, cool. Yeah, that would be way cool. So, that's it for this week, boys and girls. We'll tweet our cards, as always, come game day. Go Rebs. Go Hogs. We need it. The Pick Your Poison podcast special. I don't know what the money line there would be if we just – Parlayed the Rebs and the uh, Hogs. We're doing it. We're I'm doing well, it. Hey, it worked last time. It did work last time. We're I, I, that actually is brilliant. I'll, yes, I, I, I'm yes. not betting the Rebs straight up. To That's win. on the card. That's on the card though. Until next week, boys and girls. We love you. Talk to you then. Let them ride.